Lexus Absolute Rally, powered by the Kielder Works team. Cordless tools tailored for the world of motorsport. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ill-fated FFS Absolute Rally Christmas Quiz. Yes, it's here. It happens up, up once a year, and um, let's just see what the boys come up with for, for this particular quiz. I'm actually quite excited by this one because I put loads of work in. Um, Jack seems to have put quite a lot of work in. Trev got pissed um, and put in a pissed level of work, and Ryan Champion completely and utterly forgot he was doing it. So they, they, I'm just kind of setting up the expect- expectation level there, perhaps, for the answers. But uh, still, there you go. Um, at this point, I'm going to introduce my esteemed colleague, uh, Jack. Um, I've, I've, I've decided to, to go with theme tunes for all the intro theme tunes. And obviously, at this point, you can't really hear them. So I'm thinking boxers, you know, w- walking into the ring and stuff like that. So, Jack, I went through the mill a little bit of what I was going to use for you. I was going to use Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um, and then I decided to just go with plain Mr. Ben. Uh, based on the fact, whatever hat you put on, Jack, you just seem to be able to blag it. You can seem to just get through stuff, and that is classic Mr. Ben. So your walk-on theme, if you like, is the theme to Mr. Ben. I love Mr. Ben. There you go. There you go. And that's why we went with it. That's why I'm, we went with yeah. it. So, so yeah, so enjoy that, uh, Jack Bengin. Uh, next up, I mentioned it before... Uh, We've went with Trev, and Trev mentioned it the other week himself, and I had a completely different theme tune in mind for Trev originally. I was going to use Mr. Magoo um, because of the rhyming slang. Can I guess what you've gone with? Oh, go on. Got to be Father Ted. It is Father Ted. Because, Hannon, because, basic, comedy. because yeah, basically I'm a lazy racist. I think that's <laughs> where, where I've gone with this. No, clearly I'm not a lazy racist, but the fact you mentioned it the other week, Trev, um, and I couldn't think of anything else, to be brutally honest. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we went with, with good old Father Ted for you. Um, Trev, I, I think you're all right with that, aren't you? Yeah, well, culturally inappropriate, clearly, but I suppose... Well, we'll and Ryan Champion was a tricky one because there's the lazy one which we could all go with. Obviously, we are the champions. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, of course we could have went with that. But as he's a three times winner, that probably would have been more appropriate. But he also fancies himself as a bit of a cool dude. Has to be said. And I know he's referred to himself as Mr. C, Mr. C in the past. Not even Mr. Champion, Mr. C in the past. Um, so, I'm not sure that's strictly true. I don't think I've referred to myself as Mr. C. What's your username on the British Rally Forum? Uh, oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, maybe. okay. so so we decided years. to go with the shaming and, and, and Mr. C. So Ebenezer Good, yeah. uh, which somewhat feels Christmassy anyway. So there you go, boys. So so, so uh, what, yours is an obvious one to be. If I wanted to have one, yes, but I haven't for this particular quiz. So there you go. Um, as you spoke last. Uh, Trevor Agnew, uh, we're going to go straight into uh, we're going to go straight into the quiz. So, um, question one: I decided um, that because this year has been full of fixes and we've had to change things around and we've we've done things in a slightly different way, I was trying to come up with perhaps who would be a better host than Absolute Rally than me? Who would be the right person to be if it wasn't me, Trevor Agnew? I think it has to be Bob the Builder because he's apparently good at fixing shit, to use Jack Banyan's <laughs> word. And as far as I know, he doesn't have a train set, so therefore wouldn't be precious about it. <laughs> loads of points, loads of points for, for Trevor Agnew, loads of points for Trevor Agnew. Um, and we will now go to, let's go to, ah, it's a big choice. We're going to go to Ryan Champion. 
Uh, well, I mean, firstly, nobody could replace you, could they? Obviously. Ah, um, awkward. It, it just, well, it just couldn't happen. It just couldn't happen because I mean, it's your train set. Um, <laughs> if if we were going to replace you, you know, it'd have to be somebody, and you're on about changing things around. So it needs to be somebody who could just talk for hours and hours about rallying, and, and hours and hours, and fill in time if necessary. Um, uh, somebody who's not put off by anything, even a snowball to the side of the head on the top of the Calder Torini, Tony Mason. Tony Mason. Tony Mason. I like that. I, I know I, I, I love Tony Mason. I'm going to give you two points for Tony Mason and uh, basically one off for sucking up saying that nobody could replace me, Ryan Champion. Um, we're going to go to Jackie Boy Banyan. Well, mine's in kind of the similar ilk as, as Trevor, really, but uh, I went with a monkey because they are the best <laughs> shit fingers around. <laughs> Straight two points for Jack Bengen. There you go. There you go. That's what it's all about. No sucking up. Absolutely merciless going straight in there. Thank you very much. Uh, there you go. There you go. So thanks for that, boys. Um, I, I did like the Tony Mason one, right? Um, but the fact that you sucked up to me uh, saying that nobody could replace me and then indeed insulted me as well um, meant that you basically lost a couple of points. Isn't, isn't that what we always do on the show? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty suck, much. Up, suck up to each other and then insult each other. Yeah, that's yeah. There's an image that none of us wanted, really. There's an image that none of us wanted, but still there you Socially go. distant. Obviously. Socially distant, sucking up, obviously. Um, so uh, listen, I, I, I suppose if you've not heard the Christmas quiz before, by the way, if you hear this noise, that is two points, and if you hear this bell, that is one point. So if you're wondering when you hear that sound effect, so it's two points. If if they're actually doing really really well, they will get. A five points and if i say minus that means they're going to lose five points just so you know uh right that's, question that sounds the same that sound effect yeah it is but i've said oh. minus before it okay <laughs> minus <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so the, the clue was trev was if you hear minus <laughs> it's minus five points so there you go do you want to hear it again trev do you want me no, to say fine. minus five points yeah, to trevor yeah. flick, flick your ruler to the side of the desk and that seems to be a better effect There'll be no flicking in this episode. There'll be no flicking in this episode. Um, Ryan Champion, I'm going to come to you for question two. Um, I've got into a little bit of trouble recently because uh, my three-year-old has picked up this little habit of mine, which is to say FFS in its full entirety, um, which has gone down like a fart in a spacesuit in our house. It has to be said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is absolutely true. We were we were in the bathroom the other day, and he was rolling his truck along the side of the bath, and it fell in the bath <laughs> full of water, and he said, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Nice which, which is hysterical, but um, yeah, I have to spend quite a bit of <laughs> yeah. time talking him down. From not that good one. parenting, that. No, it's it, not really? good parenting at all. But uh, in, in the true spirit of Johnny Simpson and FFS, uh, Ryan Champion question two was, uh, what made you say FFS in rallying recently? Um, about two weeks ago, I was sat on the sofa watching a bit of rallying on TV on a Saturday afternoon. And uh, this white car disappeared off, off the road down the hillside. That made me say FFS. Uh, what particular man was that? Uh, that was when Elvin Elvins went off backwards in the snow and uh, lost his potential world championship. That was definitely an FFS. Okay, plenty of points there, plenty of points there. Um, Jack Bengen, your FFS for rallying? Well, I've gone with WRC 68 or whatever the classes are now called in Rally 2. 
So <laughs> I've heard, I did, I did submit my, uh, my answers to Tony with, I've heard a rumor that next year only cars with two spare wheels can enter WRC2 and the cars that are in WRC3 will only have one spare wheel. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's confirmed and is an actual real piece of information. I'm still talking to sources about that one, and I'll bring you more on that in the new year. It would make the rules clearer than they are currently, though. <laughs> uh, Jack actually scored more points than he did in the entirety of last, the last quiz he actually did with us in Chris, last Christmas. Uh, loads of points for Jack Bennion. Um Trevor Agnew? Mine was a similar vein, isn't it? How mad is it that we both thought of exactly the same thing? Because clearly it's so annoying. So I had, when the FIA or the WRC or whoever proposed Rally 27 as the bottom tier of rallying, using R22 cars, it's a disgrace. And like Johnny and his car is probably up to Rally 8 at the minute. Ridiculous. <laughs> Because uh, I'm on the same page as you both, you both got loads of points for that one. And uh, Ryan Champion, uh, just a little bit behind. If you're wondering where we are with the points, by the way, Jack Bengen's currently streaking ahead uh, with five points. Uh, Ryan Champion's on four and Trevor Agnew is on three. Um, right. Uh, one of my favourite questions I think we've, we've we've ever done, because I think it's one that always comes up. Um, stage end quotes. Now, it's become a bit of a thing over the, you know, probably over the last 20 years. I'm going to ask Trevor Agnew. You probably never asked uh, at stage end um, for a quote at all. Did you ever actually think and get yourself ready to do a stage end quote, just in case, on any um, at all? I didn't because I was never asked. No. Um, I'm sure some of the drivers might have. I know Neil used to do a fair bit of that. He used to think about things. Yeah. Uh, Neil Weirden. Um, no, I don't remember doing anything. As clearly some drivers do, but others, it's more special, I think, when it just blurts out. Yeah. Uh, right. Did you ever kind of think, right, stage end, this is what they're going to get from me? No, I was I was too busy trying to keep the car between the trees, I think. <laughs> yeah. How did that work out for you? Um, well, more often than not, I managed it, but not always. It has to be said. Okay, all right, fair twos, fair twos. Um, Jack, boy, Jackie, boy, bang yourself. Best stage end quote. Question three. Come on, mate, give it to me. Uh, I've gone with the very boring answer, I'm afraid, but I've gone with up in the asshole of Timo because it seems very fitting to give you the bullseye for that. Really, I love I love swearing <laughs> at the moment. Apparently, so that's why I've chosen this one. <laughs> <laughs> Best stage end quote uh, up the ass of Timo. Um, Ryan Champion, um, rather than just go with um, one answer, decided to go with multiple answers. Yes. So, um, so best stage end quote for you, Ryan Champion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the boys see whether you get any points for all these. Go on. Well, I'll start. I'll start on the Marcus Gronum theme, since Jack just started it. My famous, uh, my favourite Marcus comment is, "Tell Corrado we only need three gears." Because he set a fastest time in, in Finland when they'd lost a gear from that famous four speed gearbox and he was, he was still fastest. Um, there was a, uh, end of stage quote with Kankinen where, where there was a, a big battle back in his Subaru days and it was all about tyre choice and somebody asked, uh, you are, what tyres did you go with? Black round Pirellis. <laughs> I like that one. Um, but maybe, maybe my favourite one is, and I think it was the 91 RAC, something like that. Diddy Oriel was driving the Fina Lancia, got to the end of stage, and it was the famous Tony Mason doing the interview. And, uh, how did it go, Didier? I had problems with the ice cream. 
I remember that, and I love it, and I gave you two points for that, but I'm actually going to take two points off because I only asked for one answer. Yeah. Do, do whatever you want to your train set. Do we, do we remember why he talked about the ice cream? Yeah, because his windscreen had missed it up. Yeah, but why did he talk ice cream? Um, no idea. Go on, boys. Come on, Jack Benyon or Trevor Simpson. Trevor Simpson? Trevor Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jack Agnew. Anybody? Somebody's in the pub last night, weren't they? I just thought he was trying to say iced screen. No. No, he was trying to talk about the glass. Right. Which is what I didn't I say about the windscreen misting up, isn't that the no, same? But glass, as in lost in translation from French. Mm. Glass. Right. Yeah, I was supposed to say that was actually a bit boring. It kind of started off quite strong, that Ryan. It just kind of did. <laughs> so, so um, you French? You obviously don't remember any of your French, do you? Sur le Pont d'Avignon. It stood me good stead singing that song over all these years. I said I learnt my French class in school. I'm so glad I learnt it. Yeah. Don't you know good an absolute rally quiz, though, is it? No, it hasn't. Don't you absolutely no good at all? Um, uh, Trevor Agnew. Well, I think, um, specially commissioned for Jack Benyon, it's Marcus Granholm again, Rally Deutschland 2006. We were driving like we had shit in our trousers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're having five for that, brother. I was in the five. Ford. Thanks, <laughs> it's a bit scary and slicks on a wet road, I think. And, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's that. Do you know what? That's that, that, that's the win. That's why you got five, to be honest with you. Uh, top, top, top draw, that one. Top, top draw. Um, right, question four. Um, and the reason why I've picked this one is because I know how conflicted our own Ryan Champion would have been with this one. So question four. Um, the best, the best road car off the back of a rally car. So basically, um, I know most of them, it happens the other way around, but it's fair to say, I think most cars kind of build their reputation and that's where the sales come from and everything else. So, um, so I've gone the best road car off the back of a rally car, not allowing Subaru or Mitsubishi, which I know Ryan Champion, you would have massively struggled with. So come on, hit us with it. Uh, well, I'm going, uh, and uh, is it a, a road car off the back of a rally car? It's, it's, it was a rally car off the back of a road car, whichever way you look at it. But I am going for the Audi Sport Quattro, the short wheelbase version, because how radical was that just to chop the middle out of a car and make it shorter? And, and still to this day, people are chopping the middle out of Audis or actually getting Audi 80 fronts and coupe backs and whatever and making their own short Quattros. There you go. Loads of points. Uh, and it looks fantastic as a road car. Lo- loads of points. Um, Trevor Agnew. I'm going with a Subaru RS Justy McRae Safari Edition. And I know rules are there to be broken. And it really won't run up if I got away with one that has Subaru in it and he didn't. Right. Okay. Hey, I'll give well, you a call. Here you go, Trevor. Bonus question then. Who drove that Subaru Vivio after Colin McRae? That very car. Um, you no, you need one for each foot as no, well. Nobody is a friend of yours, and uh, and he has a little Porsche workshop near Banbury. Oh, oh. Richard Tuttle, he did the RAC in it. Did he? he did, did he have one for each? Car. Did he have did, one for each? It's just like a quiz within a quiz now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing your own quiz. I'm kind of I'm getting heckled during my own train set quiz. Um, Jack, you want to have a chat? Yeah, why not? Yeah, fine. Well, we, do you want me to answer the question? 
Yeah, you can ask the question, or is it just me and you? To be fair, mate, you're absolutely nailed on for a win at the moment, so you could literally shit in your hands and clap and you'd win. Yeah, my sound quality could drop out at any minute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jack Ben, your answer, please. I've got some of my hands ready to fling. Um, My dad had... Can everybody stop talking shit? (laughs) (laughs) My dad had eight 205 road cars of varying spec. So I have a 205 affinity as as ryan knows because he's got one um but yeah i think i would i would have the c16 if money was no object but in my answer to tony i've i have written on a benyon budget i would have a, a 106 rally because that's probably more at my speed and ability level than a 205 t16 would be yeah absolutely loads of points loads of points for for Arch- jack benyon right boys um uh, question five is going to be slightly interesting in the sense of it's probably going to be more challenging for me than what it is going to be for you. Um, are you familiar with, um, and, and I'm going to probably say that probably Ryan and Trevor will be familiar with this. Uh, Jack, possibly not. Do you ever remember a, qu- a quiz program in the 80s? Um, and I think it did creep into the 90s as well, which was called Going for Gold. Henry. Henry Kelly. Kelly. Going for Go. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which was basically Jack. You're not. I'm guessing you're not familiar with this. Uh, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever watched an episode. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, this is just for you then, Jack, because the others know it. Um, basically, it was an English-based quiz program which invited countries from all over the world to compete against people uh, in an English quiz and with the questions in English. Um, just saying, uh, slightly. Yeah. Slightly off kilter, should we say, in the fact that um, surely the English contestants had a distinct advantage, I think was probably where I was going with this. Um, I'm not going to go international on you in the sense of questions. Uh, what I'm going to do is use their format. So basically, the way it's going to work, I'm going to um, start the clock and you will get 10 seconds. And I'm going to start describing somebody from rallying. And uh, basically, there's eight questions on all of them. You You can get up to eight points. So if you get it on question one or point number one you would get eight points if you get to number eight you would get one point does that make sense to you yeah okay perfect so um i'm going to come to you first uh jack bengin so we're going to start the clock very very shortly and as we start the clock so <laughs> what excuse me are you okay there sad after you've winded up <laughs> um thank you for, for your interjection trev um most helpful. <laughs> Most helpful. <laughs> right, Jack Bengian. Sorry to put you off your stride. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Not a problem. Born 2nd of July, 1979. First rally was in a Peugeot 106. He was co-drove by Andrew Bargery. The registration number was S661FDU. He also drove a Mini. He also drove with Kronos. He worked at M Sport. And he drove for Citroen, ProDrive and Toyota. Can we jump in now? <laughs> no. And that's the end, Jack Benny. Oh. That's the end. Uh, do you want to know what the answer was? Uh, can I still guess? Yeah. Can, can we get bonus points? <laughs> do you want to answer, Jack? Jack? Mm, do you want to know what town he comes from? Ask <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Desper. 
Jack. I've got, two, I've got two names in my head, and I'm not sure which one to go for. To be honest, just say one. Because two? to be fair, mate, you're getting name. four fifths for this now. Well, he has got two. He has got two <laughs> names. Come right, on, Jack. You said I'm getting no points. So there's no point me guessing now, is there? What's the answer? <laughs> just oh, give us it. It's Christmas. That's not the attitude. Come on, Jack. All right, I'll go with Justin Dale. Incorrect, <laughs> boys. I, I mean, just Justin Dale likes to pretend he's younger than he is, but he wasn't born in 1979. I <laughs> That worked quite well. It did work quite well, didn't it, Trev? Thanks for the interjection. Um, right. It's really difficult to process that number of questions, actually, I think. There weren't questions. There were points. They were to, to try and... So, Ryan Champion, you're up next for the going for gold flop section of this particular quiz. <laughs> Are you ready, Ryan Champion? Yes, let's go. Okay, born 14th of November 1972. His first class win was on the Manx. Michael Park co-drove for him on that event. David Higgins. Correct. David Higgins. Uh, six points for Ryan Champion. Six points for Ryan Champion. Well done. Well done, Ryan Champion. Um, right. Trevor Agnew. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Born 22nd of January. <laughs> Stop. Born 22nd of January 1981. His first class win was on the Centurion Rally. It was in a Ford KA. Late in his career, he also drove a Honda Civic. He is a former British Rally champion. He competed for three manufacturers in the IRC. His first, Andreas Mickelson. His first Super 2000 drive was in a Proton Satria. He also... Tom Kiev. He later I, joined I this Skoda UK. And there's your eight questions. Uh, you and, didn't get and, it. And he lives in Durham. Drives yeah. a Mercedes V2. Oh, okay, well. Guy Wilkes, there you go. So, um, so yeah, boys, you find yourself wanting uh, in. This is a bit like the Tony Pond section of last year's <laughs> quiz, to be honest with you, when we were all blown away by Ryan Champion, uh, and not in a good way or a bad way, whatever way you look at it. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. So uh, that worked well, didn't it? We'll definitely not have that next year. Um, so there you go. I don't, think, I don't think that worked badly. I think I was terrible at it. I think there's a difference. Okay. Yeah, me too. Should we do? Should we do a score? Sc- score and round up then. So uh, at this point in the quiz, uh, Trevor Agnew is currently on nine. Uh, Ryan Champion is currently on uh, sixteen. Uh, Jack Bengin is currently on twelve. So it's all to play for, boys. You know that there the, the could be there could be some big points coming up in a very very short period of time. Um, but highly unlikely, it's fair to say. Highly unlikely. Um, Right. It's, so, it's a bit like, you know, Lewis Hamilton winning the world championship. Everybody wants somebody else other than Rand to win, I think. So we've, we've got, the, we've got everybody's support, Jack. I think we'll, we'll just kick on here. 
I think so. Okay. Well, we're going to go we're, we're in this in this in the in the, the true theme of of keeping to quiz shows. We're actually going to pinch another format as well. We're actually going to go question a sport, and we're going to go home and away. Uh, and the year is 1995. Okay. So um, the year is 1995, and the questions are from 1995. So, uh, Ryan Champion, do you want to go home and away for 95? I'm going to go home. You're going to go home. I'll be very surprised if, if you don't get this. Um, what was, and it was mentioned in our 95 documentary, if you've not downloaded it, please seek it out. It's excellent. I really enjoyed making it, and there were some great contributors to it. But anyway, Brian Champion, what was the Pirelli tyre that was specifically developed for that year? Um... I don't remember it, but I'm going to guess at the XR. Incorrect. I can pass it to the boys. I'm going to go KM. Oh, <laughs> he stole it on your Ryan Champion. He God, stole... KM that old. No, <laughs> well, I didn't know that. So I've learned something. So the KM, yeah, Jerry Freeman talks about it uh, when we had him on, when we had him on for that documentary. So, uh, so yeah, well done, Trevor Agnew. Um, you've picked up, you've, you've stole a point in there. Um, Jack Bengen, um would you like to go home or would you like to go away? I'm going to have to go away to make some points up here, aren't I? You're going to have to go away, right. Okay, um, right. So, who was the heavyweight world champion in 1995? And it's three points on offer here. Uh, how long have I got to answer? Very, very, very quickly. <laughs> so quick enough that you can't Google it. Yeah. George Foreman. Incorrect. Oh. Pass it to the boys. Was it Frank Bruno? You can have two points for that, Ryan Champion. Two points for stealing that in. It was Frank Bruno. Um, and Trevor Agnew. Home or away? I'm going to go away, so that's embarrassing if you get it wrong, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name both the finalists in that year's FA Cup final? Uh, Arsenal and Man United. Incorrect. You've got one of them right. Does anybody want to steal in for a point for the last one? Liverpool, before Jack says it. Incorrect, but you're very close. <laughs> Was that Everton? United, yeah. Can I come back in? No, you've all answered now. Yeah, it's got to be it. It was. It was Everton Man United. Everton won Evan. it. That's all right. Out. No, you didn't. I said Everton United. Everton United. Mm. I'll give you the point for it. I'm feeling gemless. It's Christmas. There you go. There you go. So, um, so that went well. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stop using formats of other quizzes. I think. I think moving forward. <laughs> um, our own John Desborough, who, who normally is with us, um, has decided to set you a quiz. And at this point, uh, John will—you will hear John's voice ask the question. Hi, everybody. John Desborough here. And uh, yeah, I—I I know you're expecting me to do it just a cheap, 
cheapskate plug for the book Breaking Point, which I won't do. You're expecting me to say there's still copies available, which there are, but I'm not going to mention. So well, let's get that out of the way. Let's go on to start with. Here's a question which goes back almost 20 years, chaps. This is one that might tax the brains of Ryan Champion and Trevor Agnew. Um, because they're going to come up with the really nasty, devious questions. But this one goes back to uh, the noughties, let's just say that, and to the great Richard Burns, as you would expect. Um, and a statistic about Richard Burns. Here comes my question for Christmas. See if you can answer this one. When Burnsy changed teams from Subaru to Peugeot, where did he win his first stage on tarmac? Thank you very much. No year, no clue, no country. Um, just give us the location. If you get on a computer and the internet, you'll be able to find that pretty quickly. When Burnsy won the move to uh, Peugeot, where did he win for his new team after he moved from Subaru to Peugeot? Where did he win his very first stage on tarmac? How about that? That's your dude, isn't it? Christmas big in your house? Mm. Oh, that's good. No, that's good. It's quite a poultry affair in ours. Tony, explain that to Ryan, would you? Happy Christmas, everybody. When Richard Burns made the switch from ProDrive to Peugeot, where did he pick up his first tarmac stage win? Say your name to answer the question. Trevor, Corsica. Corsica, Trev, correct. Well done, Trevor Agnew. Not messing about there. Not messing about. Right. I learned something the other day when I was watching the the... Um, VHS rallies, which prompted question number eight. Um, and it was about Deddy Oriol, uh, only wanted to do things in the multiple of three, which let's be honest with you, we've all had that thought in our lives. But anyway, um, so question, <laughs> question eight stems from Diddy Oriol's love of three and I'm fair play to him. Um, with that in mind, Ryan Champion, What's the best multiple of three in rallying? Uh, well, I am going for uh, an ex-teammate of Didier Orioles. Uh, but uh, from 2000, it was Orioles' teammate in 2001 at Peugeot. But in 2002, Gilles Panizzi was car number three in Catalonia. He won the rally and performed that fantastic 360. Was that His famous not, donut. Was that not just a 180? No, it was a full 360. If it was a 180, you'd have gone back the way you came. Right, okay. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. No, 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 listen. Uh, th that's what it's all about. And, and to be fair, just for that, you're going to get two points for that. Well done, Ryan Champion. Um, so he gets points for insulting you. Yeah, that pretty much. Well. That's, that's, that's kind of the, the, the spirit of the game, really, isn't it? Let's be honest with you. We all know Christmas doesn't really register on the Christmas quiz. Um, Trevor Agnew, um, your, your, your best of three, as it were. The best three in rallying have to be Sebastian Ogier, Julian and Gracia, and whatever team they fancy, it doesn't seem to matter. They could win the Lego car. <laughs> You'll have a point for the Lego car. There you go. Um, right, where are we now? We have got, uh, we've got, we've got a Jack Bengen's answer. Jack Bengen, your best three. Well, I had a nice, good rallying-related uh, answer lined up, but if it's easy as just insulting you, then why not go <laughs> Jack yeah. Benyon, Trevor Agnew and Ryan Champion, the best podcast uh, <laughs> presenters around. <laughs> to be fair, we'll have that all day long. We'll have that all day long. Loads of points for Jack Benyon. Just going merciless now. Is is where the remainder of this quiz will just be two-footed all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. 
It's just going to be two-footed, isn't it, all the way through? Uh, right, so we'll go to question nine now. Um, we had, as we record this, it was Sports Personality Year, um, which is the BBC uh, awards show here in the UK. That happened last night. Um, but if we were going to have a Sports Personality of the Year in rallying, Jack Bengen, who would you have? Mine's a bit UK-centric, as you know, from the fact that I emailed you my answer already. But uh, sorry to anyone listening who's not really up with... Uh, the politics of Welsh gravel rallying, but I've gone with Richard Keane as my sports personality of the year. And to be fair, um, could have been for the past few years, to be honest. But to give a brief summary, he's been working hard behind the scenes to make sure that rallying can go ahead in Wales. We've spoken about it on the show before, and he leads that brilliant team of, of Rally for Wales with, with Jamie Edwards and, and the guys there. So big thanks to them for keeping Welsh forest gravel rallying going. And if, uh, if you're going to give a sports personality of the year, I think what he's achieved is... Um, you know, as big as anything anyone's done for, you know, their local rallying scene, really. So that's why I went with him. Great answer. Great answer. Uh, Ryan Champion, yours? Well, firstly, uh, sports personality. He's a real personality. Uh, secondly, he played his substitutes brilliantly and stole the manufacturer's title away from Toyota. And I'm going to go for Andrea Adamo. Great answer. Great answer again. Uh, Trevor Agnew. I think the key word here is personality, as Rand picked up on, and certainly for 2020 in these difficult times, uh, my award for personality will go to Temo Sunanen for all his witty banter at stage end. Great answer. Great answer. Having that all day long. Having that all day long. Um, so uh, the, ne- the next question, I'll be, you know what, I was really interested to see with the interpretation of how you would take the next question, which... Um, which, which basically is about, about music. And we always try to throw a little bit of music in the Christmas quiz and stuff. But, um, I think it's fair to say propaganda jeweled is, is, is kind of seen as, as, as a rally piece of music. But what I decided to do, the question I posed to the boys was, what got you in the mood? Now, I was very specific about not mentioning rallying, um, in that question. So. <laughs> So I'm interested to see some of the answers. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Ryan Champions first. What gets you in the mood, Ryan Champion? Faithless insomnia. Okay. <laughs> big tune. Big tune. Okay. No, no, no. I'll have that. I'll have that. Okay. Uh, right. Ryan Champion. Uh, one point there. Um, Trevor Agnew. I've been driving in my car by madness. Okay, I like that. I like that. Trevor Agnew, two points. Uh, and Jack Bengen. I've gone with Born Slippy by Underworld because I remember it from a, uh, an interlude from uh, one of the RAC programs in the late 90s or early 2000s. And if anyone remembers which one that is, please message me because I'd love to try and dig that video out because it's, uh, it's a nice memory from my childhood. There you go. There you go. Nice one, glad, Jack. Glad, glad nobody went with driving home for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Although I did tweet something on that last night, if you follow me on social media, I thought I thought it was brilliant. Um, everybody else's jokes with regards to Chris Rea driving home for Christmas, he, you, all your jokes were superseded by the fact that he tweeted, "I won't bother filling my car up now." Then there you go. Everybody else's joke with regards to Chris Rea driving home for Christmas have been superseded by the man himself. Right. So, um, do you, what should we do? Should we do a points roundup? I think we probably should, shouldn't we? Um, so Trevor Agnew is on 17 points. Um, Ryan Champion is on 5, 10, 15, 20, 22 points. Jack Bengen is on 5, 10, 15, 20, 22 points. Oh. 
still to play for. Ryan Champion in the lead by a point. <laughs> you feeling the pressure, boys? No. no. No, I didn't think so. Absolutely. It was me trying to build a little bit of pressure to make the quiz more interesting. Clearly, don't give a shit. I could win this quiz by 789 points. <laughs> yes, and I'd be incredibly embarrassed at not getting Chris Meek in that, in that round. I was thought you were on a wind-up with that. I really did. No, I, I just I just didn't really listen properly to the questions and didn't really compute the information properly, so... Uh, that's a that's a notch on my book, unfortunately. There was, there was a, yeah, okay, all right. Maybe I feel. Do you know what? Right, I've got to take some responsibility here. Apart from the fact that you're massively close anyway, uh, with regards to the points, is that because you weren't around that particular generation of going for gold, then maybe you shouldn't have gone first. So I feel bad on that, Jack. I will. Uh, so I'm going to issue an apology for, to you for this particular point. Um, Thanks, right. Mate. No, that's no problem. That's all right. We'll just, you know, we'll just, we'll just, we'll, I'll, I'll play nice, even though the others have insulted me. Um, right. So we're going to go to um, the last question of the quiz, boys. Now, bear in mind how close this is. Um, it's fair to say, Trev, you've shit it. You're out. Oh, I could be on a five point. Or what are you talking about? Ah, oh, yeah, you could be, but I've seen the answer. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Trev, uh, right, I'm going to go. I'm going to come to you then and go to you. No, actually, do you know what? I'm going to go to Ryan Champion. As he's leading, I think it's quite important here. So uh, question 11 was, was, uh, was based on the fact, and we spoke about it right on, on the podcast the other week, um, which was uh, in light of the amazing sport and gesture that Elvin and Scott did to warn other crews when they went off. Uh, what, another, what, what Give me another amazing sport and gesture and rallying that you've seen. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm not sure anybody can go beyond Jack Benyon saying please and thank you in in, in full competition mode. <laughs> you know, that's about as gentlemanly as it gets, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, I love that. But one that I did witness was, uh, oh, God, going back early 90s, um, an Ailing gearbox on a Mazda uh, and a flying group here, Subaru uh, legacy behind it at the time uh, Colin McRae came round pushed Don Buckley round Oliver's Mount to uh, get him to the end of the last stage with a, with a broken gearbox in his Mazda there you go loads of points for that I like that one I like that one uh, Jack Bennion uh, I've got a very kind of um uh, a strong image of Citroen giving uh, Latvala a guard of honour in the service park on uh, Ford's last WRC rally in 2012, which was which was really cool. But I've actually gone with um, Oit Tanak taking uh, Sebastian Ojo's time card that Julian Gracia forgot back to him at the final stage of Sardinia in 2018. Because I think in terms of an amazing sporting gesture... Um, you know, they OJ literally wouldn't have been able to carry on without that. And, uh, you know, Tanak kept him in the rally, which is, you know, in terms of sportsmanship, that is just an, an absolutely incredible gesture. No, I like that one. I, th- you know what? I genuinely forgot about that one as well, because you just think of them, but you, especially Julian Grassi, you kind of think he's just completely impeccable. Um, so, uh, so there you go. So, uh, Trevor Agnew, um, most amazing sport and gesture in, in, in rallying you've witnessed. Amazing sport and gesture is something where you don't need any words, don't need to describe anything. And the one that I think was one of the most amazing sport and gestures was when Lewis Moyer chucked his helmet through the back window of the Corolla in Morgan Park. How is that? I'm, I'm confused. And maybe this is interpretation. Yeah. 
It's a sporting gesture. It's pissed off. You can't signal it any worse than that when the car that let you down, so you didn't win the World Championship, you fire your helmet through the back window of it. Okay, fair news. I'll give you two points for that, Trev, just because it's Christmas. Um, so there you go. There you go. We better do the points roundup, boys, because believe it or not, that is the end of the Christmas quiz. Are you ready for the scores? Not really. Yes. I can go now, really, I suppose. <laughs> See you uh, next year for the same. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Agnew, uh, you scored on this year's Christmas quiz 5, 10, 15, 20, 21 points, Trevor Agnew, which I think is a lot better than last year in fairness. Very respectable. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 23 points for Ryan Champion. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 points for Jackie Boy Bunyan. Oh, I can't win after that. A round of applause. Well, yeah. Even getting, well done, Jack. Even getting, like, you know what I mean? Even, you know, you've, one of the rounds you scored absolute, absolute nonsense on. Let's be clear on it. Absolute nonsense. You were hopeless. Uh, and you still win. I think it's going, it's going to be quite interesting as well when you go back and look at it. Well done, Jack, uh, by the way. But after three questions, when I got loads of points for the first two, I was on three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there should be a count back. Isn't that what yeah, happens I think in these it, things? I think it definitely should be a uh, something around that. You know, some sort of recount or... Jack, legal not, legal we'll, proceedings. We'll make it official, you know, because you know, we Jack, have a Trump Trump here calling for a recount. Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack. Yep. If you want to know what the sound of bitterness <laughs> is, just re- just 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 listen to this on loop over and over after it goes out. Okay, I've been watching Trump on the news. It's fine. I know what it's like. I, I, I've been Trumping watching the news. So there you go, there you go. Um, we had to break the Ryan Champion streak. To be fair, he was on a three-run streak. So this was the other important thing. So I'll be honest with you, Jack. Um, you were always going to win. I'm going to just put it out there because one, you were the first to get your answers in. Two, you're the one who cared most about your audio quality to try and get it right in advance because you messaged me in advance to say you'd had some concerns. It was the one who delayed this whole podcast <laughs> by at least 15 minutes because of his sound quality. We were due to record this in November. Listen. Jack went to a lot of trouble to get, get it to the we best possible. We could all fly could. away on holiday when we were supposed to record this. Right. <laughs> right. Right, Ryan Champion, who was messaging me at midnight going, shit, I forgot. Yeah, I, I admit that. Yeah, so, but you know. But I'm here, aren't I? I'm here, but, and I didn't but, delay but, it. But where I'm going, Jack Bennion sent his answers, was the first in with his answers, so we could get some production He's, he's a very conscientious gentleman, isn't he? He is, absolutely. And he's a bit good for this podcast, really. You should start your own, Jack. Well, that's why he's Mr. Ben, because we're not happy podcast out there. Yeah, there's more than enough podcasts out there, let's be honest. No, uh, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. Everybody has a great idea about starting a podcast. I don't. So. <laughs> so, someone's got rubbish ideas and we still do it. <laughs> Mate, I had, I had the same rubbish idea 10 years ago and yet I still am, so... So there you go. Uh, so, uh, Jack, well done. There isn't a trophy as such. There's just a goodwill for about 30 seconds and then we forget about it and then we come back. I don't deserve a trophy after that performance anyway. There is, there is a trophy, um, but it's in Calais. <laughs> yeah, and it's highly I've... unlikely you're going to get it now. Simply the reason is because it's not going to come through Calais. It'll need a customs entry to do it once it goes beyond the 31st of December and no one's prepared to pay the import duty and VAT on it. And the trucks are queued outside my house as we speak. Yeah, I can well imagine. I can well imagine. So, boys, um, that's the end of the Christmas quiz, and that's the end of our year. 
Um, now we haven't that massive break as we haven't had a break for the best part of what 20 odd weeks. Um, so I'm actually genuinely looking forward to not speaking to you all every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true because we all stay in contact anyway, but uh, I am looking forward to the break. So, uh, so there you go. Um, let's be honest. I think it's fair to say chaps at this point last year, we never had any inkling that apart from what's going on in the world, we were going to end up with a seven round world championship ending effectively on a single venue. No, but we made up for it by um, 20 episodes in a 10 episode series podcast. I'm glad you recognize that Ryan champion because there was a lot of work that went into that. We have to, we have to say um, it wasn't planned to happen like that, but I'm glad we did it. But um, it won't be happening like that again because let's be honest, the episode numbers confuse Trev. <laughs> so and, no and idea what you're talking about. Well, you're the one who always makes reference to it. I don't remember that. I do. Really? I'll, se- I'll send you the links later on from previous episodes, Trevor. Um, so, Jack, um, have a have a have a lovely Christmas as the Absolute Rally Christmas Quiz Champ. Well Thank done. you, and thanks for thanks for all the work you've put in because it's been a shit year. And I think a, a podcast to listen to um, is is hopefully something that lets people escape for for twenty minutes, or or in our case, whenever us three are together, an hour and. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a quick 20 minutes podcast yeah exactly <laughs> so, so best wishes to all of you and to everyone who's listening and hope uh, I hope Absolute Rally gave you some escapism this year and uh, look forward to speaking to you all again next year good lad well said well said uh, Trevor Agnew um, thank you um, for, for joining us thank you and all joking aside I know we've took the mic a little bit um, I think what you've done with, with, with your pod is fabulous I think it's a very different way of looking at things and uh, I think people should probably seek it out if even even perhaps not necessarily rally people because I think there's help there for everybody and I know we spoke about it um, before you started doing it and, and as ever we do take the mick a little bit but with love I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased it's progressing for you Thanks a million for that cheers and thanks for your support over the uh, formation of it etc and also for your perseverance you know as I said to you before the one thing that I've worked out really quickly with the podcast is it's a hell of a commitment on top of doing a day job as well and I certainly take my hat off to you for being able to do it week after week for years on end so keep it going. Uh, I know it's certainly well appreciated. Uh, the messages and the texts we get for the bit of banter that we have, I think, as Jack says, it certainly does brighten up people's world. So uh, it's a pleasure to be part of it. Uh, long may it continue. Uh, well done, Jack, on winning the <laughs> World Championship of Quizzes. Um, commiserations, champ. And keep the train set going, Tony. <laughs> Do you know what? If we hadn't, if we hadn't, that would be exactly where the podcast ended. But it would be unfair <laughs> on Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Champion, your final words for this particular season, year, whatever you want to call it. Well, what a year it's been, and, and let's hope if we are having a, a little bit of a break now that things look a lot brighter when we do come back together. But um, great to speak to you guys as ever, and, and thanks, Tony, for uh, organising a Christmas quiz against your better judgment. Just because, just because the pressure of us and, and everybody who listens to this podcast, we all wanted a Christmas quiz. You didn't. You organised one anyway. And, um, well, I'm sure people will tell us if they enjoyed it or not. Well, to be fair, and thanks for pointing out, I've not really thought I was like that, but considering you like to point out it's my train set, I could have quite easily went, I don't care, but I put it to the vote. 
and we gave the listeners what they thought they wanted. <laughs> it would be interesting to see after they finished listening to it if it was indeed what they wanted. So there you go, there you go. Um, so that's it, folks. That is the end of Absolute Rally for this particular season and for 2020. I hope you're all, all well and safe. Um, it's still tricky out there and everything else. Um, we will be back around Monte Carlo so we are going to have a break we will start putting stuff out to let you know when we are back but we are having a well deserved break uh, thanks to everybody who has contributed throughout this year uh, the list is bonkers the, the people who, who help make this obviously the guys here help make it um, obviously John's been with us recently as well but the documentary series that we made the people who helped with that um, you know, it was a lot of work and we have to give absolute kudos to our producer Alistair who I regularly just give a lot of stuff to for him to kind of make it almost palatable for you guys to listen to so Alistair Alistair Sterling you are an absolute legend uh, as far as I'm concerned and and, uh, thank you for producing Absolute Rally um, throughout this year and the last five years it has to be said so there you go so uh, everyone I know it's going to be a difficult and tricky Christmas for for, for all for different reasons Um, I hope you are healthy and your family's healthy and um, we'll back same time same place in your podcast hole in 2021 absolute rally powered by the keel the works team spread the word and download the podcast every week 